What is up, everyone? Welcome to the week four matchup live stream here at fantasypoints.com. I am John Hansen. We've got Greg Cosell. We've got Adam Kaplan. We've got our guy Ben Kukanis on the other side of the glass. Not even going to ask the guys how they're doing. I know they're doing wonderfully. Let's get into tonight's football game. The Bengals are hosting the Jaguars. Adam, we'll start with the injuries here. No a woozy, right? For yep. the Bengals. Uh also T. Higgins. Bates. That's the big one. Jesse Bates. That's a big one. Yeah, the uh safety. The safety. Yep. Yep. And also for the Jaguars, uh really nothing of note here. Greg, you uh did see Burrow on tape last week. Let's get your thoughts. Uh, how did he pass that eyeball test? How is he moving? How is he throwing it? Does he look confident in that knee? And how is he playing? He was good. We're good. All right, move on. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think that he's he's a fun guy to watch. I enjoy watching him because there's a, a, a sense of refinement, of ease to his game. He understands what he's looking at. He can eliminate what's not there and isolate what is there. He has an innate sense of what open means in the NFL, which a lot of young quarterbacks don't have. Um, so, And they do have weapons. I know T. Higgins is at, was out, and he's out again tonight, mm -hmm. but – They've got good weapons. They played Auden Tate last week. Auden Tate is is a big kid with talent. He's not he's not as good as Higgins, but he's similar stylistically. Um, yeah. So uh, and and Boyd is really good in the slot. And we know what, we don't need to spend a lot of time talking about Jamar Chase. We were talking about um, they were going empty a lot last week, and they did go uh, empty a lot last week. And how that can help uh, a quarterback, you know define things for a quarterback when you put a guy like mix well, it does out two wide. things i mean it, and a coach might say it does more than two uh, i'm just telling you that for our purposes it does force the defense to show its hand more so than if you have tighter formations but two it gives you some tendency predictability of coverage because teams don't play all their different coverages to empty because they have to have a, and they can't disguise as much because they have to make sure they cover the field. So there's a tendency predictability of coverage that you know based on your opponent. So I can't say what the Jaguars play versus empty. I haven't done a deep dive into their defense in their first three games, but I guarantee if they go empty tonight, they're going to know what coverage they're getting. Yeah. How much of an advantage is it with a guy like Burrow when, when you have like that great brain, you know, I think that's an element that people don't really think about. I don't have one of those. Uh, you'd have to ask Adam about it. I mean, neither do I. <laughs> well, I they tell one. you on Twitter, you don't So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had one. It got worn down though. And they're the absolutely going to tell me this week, Adam, because I said that, that uh, Mahomes as great as he is needs to kind of settle down a little bit and, and get back to playing a little more within structure. So I'm going to be called a, Every name under the sun this week. Guess what? You're not the only person who who's told me that. And you're right. No kidding. Nope. No it's, kidding. I'm not. But you know why I'm not? Because the it, tape tells you that. Yep, I didn't I make it up. I, I didn't make it up. No, yeah. it's not so funny because they don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to hear it. It's funny. But a guy like Burrow, Greg, I mean, is he trending toward uh, elite mental capabilities for a second year player? Is he elite's on that? one of those words, John? I mean, you know, it's, it's overused, but I think that Burrow is a very smart quarterback with both academic awareness and innate awareness. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Adam, how about, how about the Jags trading a 
former number one pick at corner. They didn't want him. They didn't want him. They didn't believe in him. They remember they this staff, particularly Urban Meyer, who was personnel control, did not want CJ Henderson in any way, shape, or form, as I understand it. Uh, wanted him off the roster. Um, and it was not a secret to anyone who called the Jaguars. They wanted to trade him. That's it, not very good if you're the Panthers, but you know, CJ Henderson was drafted in the first round for height, weight, and speed. That's CJ Henderson has high, high level corner talent. I can't speak to what he is as a person. Yeah, I, but I, I would say, Greg, not all everyone agrees with me. I'll leave it at that. Right. He, you mean not everyone agrees that he has talent? No, he has talent, but he's they do not see what the talent they don't oh, see. Oh, 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 yeah, they don't I, see him yeah. as a high level talent. They see him as a height, weight, speed guy who's got who's gifted but does not play up to those. Well, that's those what I traits. mean. Yeah. I guess I should have said it differently. He's got traits. Talent yeah, he and does. traits yes, can be viewed as di- different right. things, but he's got traits. Yeah, he just doesn't play that way, unfortunately. No. And now here's the problem, though. Carolina needs him. He's off the injury board. He had a groin injury uh, with, with Horn done. So it's a shame for Carolina, but we, we'll talk about them later. Um, I know you haven't – I don't think you've seen much of uh, Trevor Lawrence, Greg, the last week or two, right? Is that fair? Yeah, I've seen him every week but this one. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, what are you seeing? Because a lot of people are going to be watching tonight, um, struggling a little bit. I I think they're smart. They're getting James Robinson going now. So that's smart. I think the next stage would maybe get a little more LaVisca Chanel, some more higher percentage plays. Seems like he's kind of looking for the big play a lot. Uh, What are you seeing with Lawrence this year? Kind of what I expected. I think he's done some really good things. I think he's you see the talent and the traits. He makes some really good throws. Um, my sense watching the tape and only Lawrence could tell me this, but my sense watching the tape is that he needs to come to better terms with the speed of NFL secondaries, because you have to remember where he came from. He came from Clemson. Number one, he wasn't under pressure hardly at all. And number two, he threw a ton of screens. He threw a ton of relatively easy balls. Now he made, big-time throws at Clemson down the field. But that wasn't really what they did often. Um, and when I say what they did often, I'm talking about the kinds of throws you have to make in the NFL where you've got to throw in the middle of the field. The middle of the field tends to be the issue for a lot of younger quarterbacks for the simple reason that um, – Bat phone. Yeah, it is. It's actually uh, it's actually Sal Palantonio. Uh-oh. Hey, Sal. I'm going to text him in a second. Um, but um, – I think he's where, you know, it's the same with Zach Wilson. I think they're where I would expect them to be. And I don't know why people expect more. You know, we we can talk about, I don't, he may not play this week and we can talk about Justin Fields, but Mm -hmm. um, he's calling me. Let me, let me talk to Adam for a second. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Adam, uh, how's your day going? No. Um, I mean, LaVisca Chenault seems like someone who could, who could help out here. I mean, he hasn't gone over Um, 50 yards in a game yet. Yeah. I, he, but again, he's a certain type of player. He's not explosive. He, he's he's a physical slot. I mean, throw the ball over the middle, run after the catch guy. You got it. Remember when I said with Daryl Bevel, he's not the most imaginative play caller. Like he doesn't. Well, just I'll tell you right now. I don't think Chanel will ever be special with with, uh, with this play caller. Now with a better play caller, he's got a better vision. Might be better. And it's only three games, but um, I, I'm not I'm not real enthused with their their team now. Without Bates tonight, people forget how good Jesse Bates is. He's a really good player. 
By really the way, I talked with uh, Mike DiRocco uh, uh-huh. this morning from ESPN who covers the Jaguars. Yeah. He did bring up an interesting point about Chanel. You know, I've never I've never really been enamored with him for fantasy. And I think it might be to his point because he's like he's our slot, the slot receiver, but he's mm-hmm. not an ideal slot receiver. Not quick. Yeah. Yeah. Just big. Yeah. He's a big guy. Yeah. Thick. He's kind of miscast here. Yep. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we can move on. Uh, to the next game here on the docket. We, how about the injuries for the Indianapolis Colts? I mean, this a lot is of absolutely yeah. brutal. I don't, I don't know if, man, this is bad for week four. It's like the whole team's on the injury report. Yeah, well, the ones that I would be concerned about would be, not that Jack Doyle means anything for fantasy, but he can block. Um, Quentin Nelson's dealing with the same lingering injuries he's had. Quiddy Pay got hurt last week with a hamstring. Braid Smith missed last week's game. Same injuries. Doesn't look good for this week. Um, Leonard... Will, will most likely play. It's, he worked some today. Rocky Yassin doesn't look good for him. Wentz will, will play. Jonathan Taylor will play. Glowinski should play the guard. Um, they're just they're, look. They got a lot of guys hurt. Uh, Eric Fisher's fine. They got they've got some concerns. They they do. They're they're not playing well. Uh, Miami. I think Miami's defense will do very well. I, I like Miami as a well actually not a streamer. Well, you could call them a streamer if they're in your league, but yeah. This is a good matchup for them. I, I would be very surprised if they don't do well this week. Yeah, no, I, they were my favorite defense this year. The target, they're like value pick. They, they are uh, number six so far here through three games. I think depends that's on your scoring, though. Ben, depends on your scoring. Yeah, they've got a tutty. I, I know that. Um, Greg, you have not seen a, a ton of tape here from these two teams thus far or the last couple of weeks, Indy and Miami. Is that fair? Is that correct? Oh, I think you're muted here, Greg. There you go. You there? There you go. Yeah. It should be good now, right? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Um, Miami, I've seen their defense all the time. I, I did not see Brissett. Okay, so talk about the Miami defense. How, how are they playing right now? Because, you know, they're doing okay for fantasy, but it does seem a little all over the place early on. Um, they're a high-percentage man-to-man defense. You know what you're going to get when you play Miami. There's not a lot of mystery. So, you know, and who are they playing this week? Indy. Do they travel Xavier Howard? Well, this week they just played oh, uh, Las Vegas, right? Yeah. Yep. Raiders. Yep. Well, they did some special stuff this week. They matched up Jones on Waller and they right. matched mm. up Howard yeah, on right. Ruggs. Right. So that's what they did this past week. So now if you think about Indy. Pittman. Would they put Howard on Pittman? They could, but they're a man defense. They're going to match up man to man because yeah. really Indy does not present, you know, Pittman's a second year player. I think he's got some talent and I think he could be a good player uh, and, and potentially a very good player. But I don't think Indy is at the point with their receivers now where you go into the game saying, we better take away right. these guys right. or we're going to have a tough time where you can definitely say that about Darren Waller and to some degree rugs only because of the verticality, because the yeah. last thing you want to give up to rugs is a long touchdown. I, I don't thought think they might put it, Howard on, on Edwards. Uh, oh no, no, no. I, I did think they were going to put on. I think on it was, I'm pretty sure it was rugs. No, that's right. No, we did think that. Um, and that's why we liked Edwards last week, but rugs Edwards ended up doing big okay. catches late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird that Edwards did that in the week one and last week. Yeah. It's strange. Let's go to the football team 
and the Falcons, Adam, will the football team be getting Curtis Samuel back this week? He is at practice. So yeah, looking, he, looking here's good. the problem. It's the same groin injury he's had since May. And it's, yeah, I mean, remember, he's he's just working his way back. So it, there's no telling whether he'll be ready or not. Um, but when he does, I'll be interested to see how they use him. Oh, oh, we should talk about Gibson's injury. This just flipped. Gibson, this, yeah. This he's out happened. of practice on Thursday. Yeah, this just happened. Um, they added him today. He, he took all his reps yesterday, so which would mean he got hurt some at point, maybe late in practice. Oh, boy. Um, as long as he works limited tomorrow, he'll play. But if he doesn't practice tomorrow, I'll be concerned. Patterson is the kid who would get a lot of work in terms of running. In terms of running. For sure. Greg, I want to ask you about uh, Kyle Pitts. It, it seems as if he is getting a lot of respect, and it seems as if, and I know he's seen a lot of routes against corners, and right now, you know, those corners seemingly are winning here. Your your thoughts on on the the early yeah, I haven't early- seen I haven't seen enough of their offense to be honest yeah. with you, John. Right. Um, I did not see him this week, and I don't know if I saw them week two. I can't remember, but I have not seen enough to know how he's being played and what kind of routes they're asking him to run. Yeah. Um, obviously they can't run the ball very well at all. Just as a general statement, it, Kyle Pitts against a corner. I mean, I guess it's an impossible question to ask. I'm, I'm just wondering if, if that's a, can be a good thing. I mean, I kind of viewed it as a good thing, but I guess if you have a big physical corner, it's, it's not well, good. So, I mean, obviously he beat corners in college. Now we're in the NFL. He beat corners who were drafted high in college. He beat JC Horn. He beat Tyson Campbell. You know, Horn was a top, 10 pick i believe top 12 um top 10 yep. yep yeah and and um what's uh and and obviously campbell was the second round pick of the jaguars so he beat corn he beat joseph who's came from kentucky who the cowboys drafted in the second round so you know he beat them in college it's obviously it's the nfl so i think he will be capable of that you know the issue with fate we face john and i'm just being honest is we have and, and this is you do fantasy. So you have to make these projections. And I, I understand that. And the people watching us get that, too. But it, you can't make these or I can't. Maybe others can. I can't make these definitive judgments about a player who's a rookie after three games. It's like the quarterbacks. You know, it's the same deal. It's three games. Um, They're not a great team, Atlanta. Um, They don't have a great offense. They don't have a balanced offense. They can't run the ball particularly well at this time. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly what to make of Kyle Pitt's usage and deployment yeah. within the context of their offense, which I guarantee will change as the season progresses. You know, we live in an immediate gratification society, Adam, and all that crap. And it, it I, I will say it does feel to me if, if this trend continues, then, you know, it's only a matter of time until people start questioning Arthur Smith. Well, they should question him, John. I know it's yeah. only three games, but here's the thing. Arthur Smith had Derrick Henry, you, you, and yeah. I give him credit. He did a sure. good job with what he was asked to do. You, there was going to be a run-centric offense. Yeah. He has Mike Davis here, who's not a starting NFL running back. He is for them, but everyone knows he shouldn't be, but he is. That was their first mistake. Their offensive line's bottom five in talent. They're not playing very well. Russell Gage, by the way, probably won't play this week. He, 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 didn't do any, he hasn't done anything since he got hurt. He didn't work yep. today. Yep. They've got a lot of stuff going against them. And then you get this sort of unicorn player, Arthur Smith charged with, okay, I have to know how to use this guy. And Dave Ragone, by the way, is his best friend in the NFL. He's the guy who's got to – he's the one who designs – like Mike Kafka does in Kansas City, talking to someone who's close to these guys. 
Dave Ragone's his guy. Like he's he's the one who could conceptually says, okay, this is the way we should use him. It's not just Arthur Smith. Smith has the final say because he's the coach. So they got to get it right. I, it's three games. It's only three games. That's fine. But by week eight, nine, if they can't figure it out, I got real problems with the staff. Do either one of you have any thoughts on the football team and their defense? I did see. Yeah, what is going outstanding- Their inability to rush the quarterback is really fascinating, given yeah, that yeah. that's what everyone assumed would be the strength, not only of their yeah. defense, but of their team. I saw a really good breakdown. I believe it was Marcus Spears who had some tape, you know, samples of Chase Young freelancing, basically, and looking for the sack, basically. Oh, oh, hurting well, Greg, the team. Greg, have you what have you what have you noticed with their defense? Anything in particular? Well, I haven't. You know, he could be right about that. I can't speak to that, but I can tell you for a fact that they can't rush the quarterback right now. Yeah. Chase Young is getting handled by guys you would not think he would get handled by. And did you hear what Ron Rivera said? No. He had a great quote like, we're, we're, we're not playing together. We're trying to individually get the job done. Well, there you go. I thought yeah. that was a great quote. I thought that explained I, it I thought well. the right tackle for the uh, Bills, Williams, Daryl Williams. Yeah, yeah. Better. I thought he had some really good snaps versus Young in one-on-one pass protection. Mm. Mm. Okay. I didn't know you saw that that tape. Uh, was that today, Greg? That yeah. That? Okay. All right. I had Let's a crazy to... day today, John. Crazy day. Oh, that's so actually good. That's good to know that because the Bills, if they if they could protect, oh, th- this game at home, my God, this should be disgusting against this Houston. Be, oh, this should be. Well, nasty. Josh Allen looked this week like the Josh Allen of last year. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Well, let's do Browns Vikings right now. Adam looks good for Dalvin Cook. It does. It looks. I would say it looks better. Okay. I, it, am I going to say he's playing? No, we're not going to know until after tomorrow's practice. But the fact of the matter is he he works some today. That's a good that's a good sign. Uh, Madison surprised me at how good he looked last week. That's the he best. He looked I'd like seen. Dalvin Cook out there. Well, let's not go crazy. But he looked. Greg good. agree with me. But he's not that explosive though. But he 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 looked good. He was. You know what he was? Well, they were playing a really really bad defense in Seattle too. Yeah. But, yeah. but I'll say this: the thing that someone with the Vikings told me about him last year when though. he he was not as decisive last year. Yeah. As a downhill runner, because that's what he is. But um, Cook has worked the last two days. That's a good sign. Well, that's probably why he looked like Dalvin because he Dalvin's very decisive and, you know, got the dreads too. But uh, Dalvin, you know, here's an really injury, though, decisive. Adam. Rashad Hill on the injury report. Yeah. And they, no, he's not hurt. He's fine. Okay. Because um, I, I didn't know he was on there. Thielen, they, what they're doing now is what a lot of teams do. They don't work them on Wednesdays. Thielen, Hill, ha- uh, Smith, Peterson did not work. Conklin worked some today. He should be able to go. Greg, how is um, the Viking I thought Madison. Hold? What I loved about Madison, by the way, is he showed a really good feel for the cutback in the zone run game. He read defensive flow. He worked back one gap at a time. That's the way a lot of that's taught in the zone run game because you're trying to stretch, and if that gets taken away, you just work back one gap at a time. I thought he worked downhill with velocity and power. Uh, he looked very good running the ball. Now, the Seahawks are a bad defense, but I'm just talking about what the player looked yeah. like. Good. Yeah. Good. How about the uh, protection? I've been really impressed with the protection for Kirk Cousins here the last two weeks, especially at left tackle with the aforementioned Rashad Hill, though. You know, I, I guess I'll see a lot of Miles Garrett this week, and that's a tough, tough assignment. But what do you see for the pass pro and how's Kirky playing? I mean, brilliant, right? Kirk Cousins is playing really well. Um, you know, he's very, very efficient in this offense. I know people 
a lot of people have a negative view of him and, you know, the big game stuff and whatever that means. And obviously he's not one, you know, big playoff games, but just when you watch this offense, it is an efficient looking offense. They run the ball effectively. Their play action pass game is really good. Um, they throw the ball well on first down when they do cousins through three weeks has been phenomenal throwing the ball on first down. The numbers are off the charts. Mm. Yeah. Well, and these teams mirror each other in, in many ways. So it's going to be interesting here, Adam. And, um, Oh, Newsom's out. Newsom's not playing with a calf strain. Greg. Newsom. Yeah. I mean, they do have two good corners still with him out. Right. I mean, with Ward and greedy, I guess Ward, uh, Troy Hill, Ward? I think would, I think Troy Hill would be, the, I think Troy Hill's ahead of him. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, if they go, when they go to nickel, you know, obviously I think Williams will play outside and Hill will move inside. Yeah. How, how is, you know, Denzel Ward, you know, there was a there was a moment there early in the career where I thought he was going to be like a stud, but I don't know if he's there right now. Greg, do you have oh, any thoughts on Denzel uh, I Ward? Studied him. I mean, okay. you know, I haven't studied him individually in detail, so I can't really answer that. Um, Pretty happy with him, I could tell you that. Yeah, okay. So, Right. I would I would go because Adam speaks to them. So if they're happy with him, then I would say he's okay. Yeah, I mean I'm not saying he's a bum or anything like that. Yeah. Um. How about Odell? Uh, Adam last week, Odell looked pretty good. Yeah, and he said he came out of it okay. So, and and look, this you could never predict these things with the scoring. Well, I don't know what the over under is for this game, but when you look at it, the, the Vikings are giving up all sorts of production. I'm not quite under. I'm not quite sure what the problem is. Greg would be better to speak about this. Why they're, and I I know Bar being out's a problem. Their secondary is not played as well as they thought it should be. Because I know talking to them before the season started, they were they really thought their defense would take a big jump. Yeah, but um, it's September too. Yeah, you know, it's maybe early. True, but and and I've seen Zimmer. You're right. I've seen Zimmer turn things around when it looked bleak with their defense. Right. The, the total is 47.5. So it's like not low, but it's not high. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, I, I do think, I, I do think plays will be, I, I definitely think plays will be there to be made there. No, no question. Let's go to, well, the Texans and the bills and, you know, just watching on television and it was from the immediate start of the game, Josh Allen, Greg, to your point, I'm like, that's the 2020 Josh Allen. Well, Hell, it, started that, that with the it started with the first throw of the game. It set the <laughs> template for the game. Mm, right. It was mm. a third and 15 throw, and he stayed in the pocket. He showed great pocket movement, sliding and resetting his feet, and he drove the ball with velocity between the underneath defenders and his own coverage to Davis, and that was a big-time throw. And Manny Sanders could still run, right? How's he look on <laughs> film? Yeah, his his uh, twenty eight yard touchdown was interesting because that he was not the, anywhere near the primary receiver. It was actually a design boot throwback concept to Singletary, and that got taken away by the defense. So Allen turned it into a second reaction play, and then hit Sanders crossing the field. Sanders on that play, just so you know, John, so you don't think, hey, they're they're throwing it to Sanders now. He's the guy. Right. Sanders was just a clear out. It's just the way the play developed. I will think I will say I think that uh, Dawson Knox is coming up in the world and he's running more routes lately. Interesting. Yeah, I know. That's one thing that really stood out on tape that seemed to be getting him involved more on plays that are for him. Yeah. The touchdown he caught um, on the back shoulder. You know, the play I'm speaking. of. That was a great catch. Yeah. But the, that play was for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just yeah. want you to that. There's an example where the play was for him. That's a great sign. Yeah, I, I mean, they love him. He just has got, you know, he's had all this bad luck. 
uh, Dawson Knox, but he, he's you add him right. I mean, as, as a vertical tight end, when they ask him to do it, he's he can do it. We've known he can he can do it. And their line, as Greg said, their line is really good. It's really well coached. This this offense, if Allen just stays consistent with his mechanics as well, he's good as he's going to do it. Their offense could light anybody up, man. This week, yeah, they could do whatever the hell they want. I mean, even Zach and Zach Moss is back. Finally, well, they're getting, they're playing Houston, so I know. What they can do whatever they want. Likely yeah. get is a boatload of cover two. Lovey's not going to match yeah. up to these yeah. receivers because he can't. Because I think on the outside is Traymon Smith and um, and Hargraves, and in the slot is Desmond King. So oh. they're not going to match up man to man, and they play a ton of cover two. And they've been crushed by tight ends, by the way. That's just why people may be wondering why we have Dawson Knox so high. And and, that's and, and you it. know what? Here's how I'll say that, and then we can move on, John. I think the ball will be thrown to Knox, and, and Anna may have more information, but I don't think they're going to change their off. In other words, uh, what I'm saying is I don't think they're going to go into this game and say, this is a Dawson Knox game. I agree, oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, he, might, uh, he might have a good game in terms of numbers for fantasy. Like, could he be three for 49 in a touchdown? He could, but he's not going to get 12 targets. But when you when you do have a matchup like this, I mean, I got to think that if you're the coaching staff, you are maybe looking a little bit more at but Knox this you're, week. They're, they're yeah. looking at it from a schematic standpoint, not a matchup standpoint, because they're playing a zone defense, okay? So maybe they think, you know what? We can get Knox down the seam in, in the void. They might right. think that, but they're not going to think, hey, Dawson Knox is our matchup guy because they're not going to get much man coverage. Yeah, because it's still yeah. Diggs, it's still Beasley, it's still Sanders, and he's right. the fourth, John. That's Greg's right. It's not. It will never change. What yes, happens yes. is by, by formation and by matchups, yes, he'll have some games where, oh, wow, he got a little bit more work than I than I thought he would get. But overall, he's still their fourth pass option. That's not changing. I mean, yeah, hopefully Allen's throwing to the open guy and, and Knox is open. And, and- I, the, the point you made on our show that was very good about um, about Davis not being involved, well, that's where Knox has taken Davis's balls. Yeah. Davis. Yeah, he so is. Far, that yeah. is happening. I agree with that one. Yeah, I, I, I got nothing on the Texans. Uh, we can, although, I mean, Adam, uh, I guess Glazer's got some scoopage tonight. So everyone is speculating. It's about Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah. 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 Look, the, the Texans lowered their asking price. Jay put that out over the weekend. That's legitimate. That now we might by the trade deadline in November, we actually could have something happen here, but we'll, we'll see. The, the question with Watson is, are you, are you willing to trade for him giving up a minimum of two first rounders? It was three first rounders. Yeah. Knowing that. I know he may not be suspended this year, but legally, is he going to go to jail? What, what's his future? You just don't know that. Yeah, and and do you have any thoughts on, let's say, a deal is consummated and that we're, we're not going to have any legal proceedings until after the season? Yeah, we, we, yeah. I've, the, the, does the he go on the commissioner? Not, yeah, and he could still be suspended. Right. We don't. Right. Here's the thing: the league will not does not tell teams where they're at. They don't get, they give them very, just talking to teams that are involved. They get li- very little information from the NFL and the NFL will not interfere with law enforcement. So yeah, the investigation won't be done until next year. So yeah, potentially he could be suspended next year. It's not like anyone isn't expecting him to be suspended. It's for how long is it? Six games, eight games a year. Nobody knows. Giants saints. Saquon looked really good last week, but Adam, bunch of injuries here. Slayton. They're, they're not Shepherd. playing. Yeah, they're not, they're, they're, most certainly not playing this week. The question is, is it going to be three weeks, four weeks with, with the, uh, with, they both have hamstring injuries. 
not good. I mean, they have depth at wide receiver, but um, yeah, I mean, look, they're, they're going to have to figure you, you do wonder that does this have, does this help Ingram get the football a little bit more? Cause they're How about down at Darius Tony though, as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's healthy and he's not, there's no, there's nothing going on with him. You figure he'd have to get involved at some point. And uh, saints, uh, Greg, uh, a lot of man to man. They play uh, a lot of man. Got to think it's Lattimore against Galladay here, right? I would think so. I think that would be a matchup for sure. Yeah. Uh, give us a quick uh, couple of sentences on Kadaris Tony because I am very intrigued by that guy. Probably not going to do crap this year, but I, I feel like he's kind of what where the league is going and has been, and he could be really good. Well, you have to remember that he was he he was not a college quarterback. Uh, he, or right. high school quarterback. Right. So he really didn't play receiver full time until his last year at Florida. And he improved dramatically. I thought he understood as the season progressed, how to better use his speed. Cause he is fast. I didn't think he was good doing that early in the season. As the season progressed, you saw the more explosive elements to his game. Uh, I know from watching the giants tape the week before I did not see it this week, but week two, he played about 20 snaps, give or take. They lined him up outside quite a bit. He was not just a slot receiver. So again, yeah. I can't speak to this week, so I don't want to say anything. But week two, he lined up quite a bit on the outside. He played a lot this past game a lot against so I'm Atlanta. I'm sure he lined. I, yeah. My my strong guess would be he lined up outside quite a bit. Well, what happened is Shepard, you know, Shepard and uh, Slayton got hurt in the first half, so he had to play. So John, I would think he'll be starting on the outside opposite Galladay. Uh, wow. Uh, isn't there someone else potentially in that mix? Um, but Adam, yeah, before I forget, uh, oh, Colin Johnson, the big kid, who yeah, that's it, Colin waiver. Johnson, the yeah, former yeah. uh, Jaguar. Yeah. He, right? he, I, I would have to think that, I mean, it would be the three of them, they just don't have anyone else. And then there's Ingram, of course, Go yeah, CJ yeah. Board, <laughs> CJ Board, yeah. I mean, remember, we talked to Duraco uh, from ESPN a number of times in the offseason, he kept bringing up Colin Johnson, like. And then he gets cut or let go. I don't understand the new. Yeah, I I kind of liked Colin Johnson. I liked his tape coming out of Texas. I thought when he played at times for the uh, Jaguars that he looked pretty good. Um, So I I don't know what's going on with him, but I think he can be a quality NFL wide receiver. Maybe Marquez Callaway can be a quality fantasy receiver. Adam, finally, some signs of life here. But what what is the very latest on on Michael Thomas? Is he someone that, that fantasy people are our customers should be looking to acquire right now? Because man, do they need him? Yeah, well, he remember he came off the COVID list. He had he's on two lists. He, he was on um reserve PUP and also COVID. He just came off the COVID list. Right. But he's so still not six weeks. Yeah, he's still not working yet. So is he a guy to stash and hope for? Yeah, I would absolutely trade for him and they need him. I mean, they 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 the thing is really fascinating is we didn't know what the offense would look like without Breeze. Do you notice how low Winston's pass attempts are through three games? Yeah, I mean, but they're low. winning. Right. The defense, by the way, is playing damn good. Yeah. Pe- now, the only issue, Armstead's going to be gone for a while with that elbow, a dislocated elbow, I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sean Payton is like, yeah, I don't care about the stats. Like, we're two and one. I don't, I don't care. So, yeah. um, you know. Well, you could take the what I heard Tony Dungy say, which I'm sure in the minds of many is valid, that they're two and one. Their defense is playing at a high level and it will likely continue to do so. And that their offense is a work in progress and they're going to expect that it will get better over time. So they'll work toward becoming a complete team. And while that's happening, they're winning football games. 
All right, got some good stuff here. KC yeah. at Philadelphia. Andy Reid comes back to Philly, and we'll start with the Chiefs, Greg. You teased it a little bit. I've actually been feeling this way dating back to late last year with Mahomes. I kept saying I had a weird vibe with, with him and the Chiefs, but you're seeing a little bit too much reliance on the second reaction stuff. You, you said that their O-line was run blocking really well. I think their O-line is built to run block personally. I think it's a, it could be a really good run blocking O-line with Orlando Brown, the rookie Trey Smith. I think they're built to be a run blocking O-line. Um, the Chargers did something I bet very few would have expected. I certainly wouldn't have, certainly with Brandon Staley as the head coach. Uh, they played almost 80% man-to-man coverage. Mm, and most people ballsy. say when you play against the oh, Chiefs, you do yeah. not play man. Right. And they did. And, uh, and the Eagles play more zone than any NFL team. the Eagles will, will play exactly. The Eagles wow. play the lowest percentage of man-to-man in the NFL. Um, how did uh, Edwards Alaire look for you? Is that one of his better running performances? He looked good. I thought that he looked laterally quick and explosive. I thought he ran with patience and vision. Uh, he had 17 carries. Uh, I, I'm very curious to see where they go with this. Yeah, I know this is blasphemy, Adam, but I, I, I threw out a theory that you know, Andy Reid, all the coaches, they see what Greg is seeing. And we even see it on TV with just way too much improv. And, oh, by the way, we use a number one pick on this running back. Maybe we commit to him a little bit more, Adam. Any thoughts there? Well, he had 19 touches. I mean, that that's good. I mean, that I'll take that. That's 17 carries in a game where they <clears throat> lost. That that to me is a very positive sign that they're not take putting Darrell Williams in for a lot of carries. And he fumbled again, Edward Zolaire, and they kept with him. They did. He, he's that's I, I think just the fact that in a game where they lost, he had 17 carries. It's actually pretty significant to me based on Andy Reid's history, going back to Brian Westbrook. Yeah. Um, that that to me is good. Now, we'll let's see him do it again. You know, again. Brian Westbrook, Adam, in back to back years with Andy had 240 and 200. Oh, I, I look, I have the stat. Oh, yeah. he, he actually had three straight years with between 23 and 25 touches. But yeah. what I'm saying is typically when the Eagles would get behind, it was throw, 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 throw. Unlike with Derrick Henry, they don't care if they're behind, they're still going to run. But Andy's history would show you when they get behind, he just feels like forget the run. I was, I was impressed. I, I like that. And that. Let's see if they can do it again against a, a run defense. That's not very good for Philly. Yeah. So, and Adam, you've heard from people you talk to in the league. Uh, basically what I said about Mahomes because well, he, what he's doing, he's moving too much. He yeah, doesn't yeah. need to, I, I don't know what exactly yeah. you saw, but I just know that I asked someone who graded their tape for advance that Mahomes, it, I guess it's like John said, second reaction stuff, but specifically, it, I don't know. You would know because I'm not seeing it like you are. Here, here, here's what I type. Predetermining the movement, Greg, when you watch it. Does here's it what I type. I said, okay. Mahomes has increasingly become more and more of a second reaction movement quarterback, often leaving the pocket prematurely. His outstanding natural throwing ability will always allow him to make throws, but he needs to settle down and play more with fundamental technique within the structure of the passing game. That's mm-hmm. what I typed. Well, you guys know the Eagle D pretty well. Um, it's a tough call, but if you had to pick one between Kelsey and Tyreek, who do you think they'll have the most problems with uh, Greg? You can answer that. Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> I, would um, I would say Kelsey for the simple reason that they're built not to give up the big play. They gave up one last yep. week, the lamb, True. 
But for Good the point. most part, they have not given up big plays, and they're built not to do that. Okay, that's a good point. Dalton uh, Schultz, of all people, I know he's done a nice job. He did a great job filling for for uh, uh, Blake Jarwin last year. But if you saw the way he ran through the Eagles' defense, the space that he had, there's your zone defense. Just like Greg said, I was thinking Kelsey all the way. I think I'll, I think I'll crush him. Um, do they have issues like it? Picking like are they maybe? Oh, they're also break- small, John. They're really small linebacker. It's another thing. Yeah, so they're very small there. Are they having any communication issues, Greg, or is it just they're getting out executed defensively? Um, well, they're getting beat on some things that you they've got to clean up. Like mm-hmm. the Schultz touchdown, the first one. Uh, you can look at it and say, "Boy, that's tough for that particular defense," but you can't just allow it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's some things they got to clean up. And then uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, we, we've probably all seen the tremendous breakdown by someone. I mean, multiple people doing it of the Trayvon Diggs uh, interception, the pick six. It did seem to represent, you know, where he's at, which is not ready for high level pocket quarterback play. But I know you have some interesting thoughts, Greg, on Hurts and, and the offense and maybe some limitations right well the only thing i was thinking watching that game because it made me think back to the cowboys when dak prescott was in his first year is what the cowboys did with dak and dak remember was a was a shotgun quarterback in college is they put dak under center their offense ran through zeke elliott they had a good old line that's the way they played um you know i think about the eagles and i think to myself you know i'm not in the building Their coaching staff knows their players better, but I think to myself, why don't they put him under center? He's hardly ever under center. Why don't they build their offense around Sanders and Gainwell? You know, 25 carries total, give or take, you know, because Sanders to me is not the guy you're going to give it to 22 times a game running the ball, but you can combine the two and work off that, work the pass game off that as opposed to putting him in the gun. And you like Sanders running between the tackles downhill. I mean, Sanders' first carry on Monday night came on their fourth offensive possession. Yeah, mm. it's ridiculous. See, I, I th- pe- here's the problem people have. When your quarterback is struggling as much as Hurts did, throw the numbers out there, meaningless, he didn't play well. <laughs> it was garbage time numbers and, and all that. He, he struggled. It, it, when, when the guy is struggling like this, help the quarterback out. How do you do that? Run the football. It's there for complimentary football. You know, coaches use all the time. Sometimes I struggle with what they really mean. That's what they meant. Here's your ability to help your quarterback out, run the football. And I don't – here's here's a question for Greg. I have no idea what this offense is, other than it's, it looks like a college offense. So nobody seems to know what it is. I felt that way after week two, and I couldn't find the right words. <laughs> and I still, you know, can't quite find the right, right words. Yeah, it's like a – it's like a – it's a um, disjointed hodgepodge of whatever. I mean, might they just go back to the week one plan, Greg? Because that that worked pretty well. Um, yeah, it did, but there's there's other factors, John. That that's not in a vacuum. Yeah, yeah. Seemed like they spread the ball around nicely. Got the ball to the tight ends. Ran the ball a little bit. Um, okay, but uh, do you think, uh, Greg? How do you think they'll fare in, in this matchup here uh, against uh, a man-to-man defense? Well, you know, I mean, Spagnuolo and the Chiefs. Are, what's they that? Play cover two as well. There's a lot of disguise and late movement with the Chiefs defense. Um, 
they've made a lot of mistakes this year, believe it or not. They, they've had a lot of assignment breakdowns to Chiefs and have not been quite as good this year as they were a year ago. In, co- in coverage? In coverage? In coverage, yes. Because their run defense, John, as you know, they got they almost gave up what they gave a two fifty somewhere on two fifty to Baltimore. I know well, that was Baltimore. I understand, but I understand. Out. But last week Eckler looked good. Um, and let me see, what did they do? Who did they? Play they didn't give up much last week because the Chargers don't run the ball. No, but Eckler ran for over five yards of carry. So he did. But, but he didn't. As you said, he didn't run a lot, and, and they ran well. Chubb and Hunt ran well against them in week one. So yeah. you could you could run on them. Now I can't speak to no one can. I don't know if they'll make any commitment to run the football, but it sure as hell would help the quarterback. Yeah, no question about it. Um, Are they too RPO heavy, Greg? That's another question for you when you watch them. Well, they they do run RPOs. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, but that plays into maybe they should be more shotgun. I don't know. It's just. Just, well, they should be less shotgun, in my opinion. Yes. Exactly. 98, 98 of Hertz 116 dropbacks this year have been out of the gun. Mm. Are they putting them in a lot of third and longs that are just not good? I don't know what their third and long, you know, the number of third and longs they've been in. Um, I can pull up that stat. It seemed but, like that was the case on Monday night. I mean, let's see what they are on third down. I can tell you that in a sec. I mean, think about it, John. If you ever heard of a starting running back in a game that's oh, they're only down thirteen, only having two carries, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, that's so bad. It, it's just so egregious. And here's the problem: he's he's never called plays before Sirianni. He has no sense of of um, structure of of how you how you join the run and pass game. And then defensively, Gannon, who's a very smart guy, the, the, these guys were so out of place in the uh, in the run. The run defense. John was probably the worst of any team in the National Football League. Well, they had seventy-seven they're, yards in the first quarter. The their uh, D line, their D line got absolutely handled. There you go, terrible. They gave up seventy-seven yards in the first quarter to Pollard and, and Zeke. Oh, the and Eagles by the are, way, just so you know, the Eagles' third down conversion rate is is middle of the league. They're not terrible by any means on third down in terms of conversion rate. Right. And Jalen Hurts' running probably helps, though. You know, I'd love to know how many yeah. third, third down conversions that he they make. You know, via the forward pass. But um, also too, like all these O line injuries, where are the where are the Eagles yeah. at uh, up front here, Adam? So left to right, Mylotta probably will not play. So it'll be um, it, it'll be uh, who the hell filled in for him? I'm drawing a blank right now. Who filled in for him last week? Uh, I can find that out. No, it, oh no, Andre Dillard. Andre Dillard. Did oh, okay. Dillard. Yeah, the the, the number one pick. <laughs> He, and by well, the way, he played very well. I know. Unfortunately, they didn't have to. They didn't have. They didn't run it. So uh, you know, right. that's so a, he played. He played very well. Pass pro, yeah. Um, it'll be left to right. It'll be Dillard, um, uh, Nate Herbig at left guard, Kelsey, uh, right guard again will be um, Dickerson, and then right tackles Lane Johnson. Now, they don't have any backups left at, at guard. They can't afford another injury. It would have to be Brett Toth, who just who played one game of guard against the Jets in the preseason. Oof. They cannot have any more injuries. They felt so good about their depth. Now it's a shot again. Yeah. Well, at least they've got some depth. You know, like Dillard. You know, is nice. To right. Have. But they have nobody else left. If someone right. else gets hurt, Greg, Greg, what was your what were your thoughts on Herbig last year? Um, trying to remember because. I mean, he's a heavy, he lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I know I he's, not, say, he, he's a big dude. Yeah. Um, he lost like 50 pounds. Yeah. I actually thought coming out of Stanford, he had a chance, to, you know, to play in the league. Um, cause he, cause he does actually have pretty light feet for a big guy, but, um, 
I, so I, I don't remember specifically, but he's going to start, right? Yeah, he absolutely starting. They're down yeah. to him. That's it. That's all they got. Sue Pet will be a backup guard who they just put off the sun off the practice squad. But let's go to Carolina and Dallas. Greg, uh, weekly check in on Sam Darnold. Clearly playing better. Um, still a little rough around the edges, though. What, what are you What are you seeing uh, from um, Donald from last week? I mean, I wouldn't say rough in that sense. You know, truly rough around the edges. I'd say that they're giving him defined reads and throws. He's playing with timing and rhythm. He's doing a better job in the pre-snap phase. Um, he still at times will miss some things that are there and leave some throws on the field. You still have to be careful with him being a little reckless. Um, cause he can, he, when he, when he leaves the pocket, he can be a little reckless and undisciplined, but he's playing pretty good football. He's up. This is a fascinating matchup because the Cowboys are a fast defense. Yeah. Is that a potential problem behind his old line, which isn't very good. This seems like it could be a, like a bad game for Darnold. It could because they're going to have to protect against a lot of multiple front looks. The Cowboys are starting to move Parsons around, move Gregory around. These guys are fast athletes. Um, so they, they definitely have some issues up front. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, to me, they're not going to change their offense at all, even without McCaffrey. I'm not saying Hubbard's going to get, you know, 30 touches, but I don't believe, see, I think, I think, this is a schemed offense. I don't think this is based on an individual. So I don't think they're going to change anything. Individuals end up benefiting. So some might think, oh, this offense runs through DJ Moore. It doesn't run through DJ Moore. He's the boundary X. And this offense features the boundary X. But it's not like, oh, you know, we're going to throw it to DJ Moore all the time. This is a schemed offense to help Darnold. How has Chuba Hubbard looked to you thus far from what you've seen? Chuba Hubbard is a fascinating guy because his 2019 year at Oklahoma State was incredible. And I watched mm. that tape and he was, he's a little upright because he's tall, but he had explosiveness to him. He had long runs. Um, I think he's an interesting player. Now he's not McCaffrey and he's certainly not McCaffrey in the past game. And that's where the slight adjustment will occur. McCaffrey was the best in the league at running those angle routes out of the backfield, but I don't believe this offense will change. Adam, your info was that uh, <clears throat> they, he had some issues in pass pro. Yeah. That was why they brought in Royce Freeman. Yep. They, that was his one issue that he had in training camp. In fact, I was joking with someone in the front office. I said, Hey, well, how are you going to play him on third down? And he goes, well, Christian will be on third down 90% of the time. So we won't have to worry about it. Oops. He got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, uh, so for- yeah, he, Oh, by the way, um, I don't think will be available next week, but there's an outside chance McCaffrey. It certainly shouldn't be any more than two more weeks. Yeah, well, I did talk again well, to yeah, our well, guy. In other words, he won't play this week, but he could be ready next yes, week. Yes, there's an outside chance. He's That's yeah. why I didn't put him on IR. Right. Um, well, we talked with our guy, Dr. Mark Addicts, on Friday. He called that. Um, well, he's he saying he'd only be one week. It wasn't. A, yeah. But no, he was well, right. He it wasn't called, long term. He, he called right. Lower, it, yeah, because it wasn't. It was lower. He was absolutely right. That was the key. That's That was the key. It wasn't going to be. A long-term hamstring, and Mark was right, and we'll all look for that because it was lower. Um, their offensive line, and Greg's right, and what I should tell you is, from a town standpoint, John, other than the right tackle Moten, who was a franchise player, this is like a the rest of the four guys are below, well below average. I mean, I, that's uh, their issue. That's yeah. their issue, John. Any given week, and that's no why doubt. you say this could be a bad exactly game right because they've gotten away with it by their schedule. Yeah, simply because yeah, the protection could be an issue. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Watch out for that. I'm I'm fascinated to see if that happens. This They're going to try to define it with quick, with a lot of quick game, 
I think you'll see some things early misdirection to get those guys maybe hesitant to, you know, to play with their eye discipline, you know, things like that to, to just slow down the, the quickness and speed and activity of the Cowboy defense. I, I, and they play so much man. So we, we will probably see Diggs. I on think more. Diggs will match up to more. Yep. yep. Mm, that'll be great. Yeah. Well, it could be Robbie Anderson. Yeah, time. I was just going to say, hopefully it's Robbie Anderson. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah it is. A little Terrace Marshall time too, Greg. Yeah. Uh, how how has uh, Terrace Marshall stood out to you at all on, on tape? He shows up. Yeah, I mean, obviously Moore's caught a lot of the balls. Anderson's had a few plays here and there, but uh, uh, I think this is a it's it's been a good offense. This is a big test for them. Cowboy offense, boy, talk about passing the eyeball test. Uh, Dak seems to be processing. I mean, he got he up he uploaded a Intel Core dual quad processor to his brain because <laughs> well, he's he's run really he ran really well this week. You know, obviously because they have Pollard now, and it's probably the right thing to do as far as Zeke's career. But he's not going to get twenty five carries a game because they don't need to do that. So his numbers, John, may not be as great unless he no, gets a forty yard run. But you know, he's going to score touchdowns and he's going to have a good yards per carry. I think. Well, I, I, the question was about Dak, but you know, uh, Zeke, Zeke did look good, but in terms well, of Dak, now, like the last two weeks, they've almost played like they did Dak's rookie year. They've run the ball. He's only, he's thrown out less than 30 times in each game. This is the way they basically played his first two years in the league. But they, they also seem to be like, it's like a pick your poison situation here. Like they, they, they can go all in on running the ball. They could throw it 55 times. No I mean, it's a nice luxury to have. Well, their defense playing so much, yeah. so well. They don't have to yeah. do that. Yeah, and Dak's a very good quarterback. Like, he's measurably improved over the last, like, two years, Greg, he, right? In terms he's of, in, like, incrementally improved every single year to the point where now he's a really good player. Yeah. Everybody and, else looking pretty good. And, John, Tom remember, Roy. remember, he missed their offseason for rehab. Then he has a shoulder injury. This is pretty impressive what he's done. Yep. All that he's had to do. Like it tells you how much how how um how competitive he is. Yeah. And he's to the point now where he's making other people players around him better. That that's the true tale of a yeah. quarterback. I'm sure I'm sure it also speaks to his familiarity and comfort level with Kellen Moore yep. and his he's office. Great. He's great. Yeah. Uh Lions Bears. Oh my, we need to get into uh should Adjusting be fields. fields. By the way, it should barring a small surprise, it should be fields this week. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Well, um, much easier matchup, Greg, but not just all about the Brown defense, which it seemed like the Browns played amazingly well on defense, not just Miles Garrett. So that was part of the problem. Yeah, Clowney looked the best I've ever seen him rushing the quarterback. Really? Best Damn. ever? Yep. Wow. How so? <laughs> just looked really quick, light on his feet. He's He's never really looked like that except yeah. for a play here and there. Um, and that's the reason he's on his fourth team and he's not yeah. 28 years old. Been hurt a lot. Yeah. If he was a big time pass rusher, Adam, you know this. Big time pass yeah. rushers don't move from team to team. No, but it's no, no, no. but but let's put it this way. Fluidity good. He looks healthy. Mm. I mean, he looks he looks all the way back, huh? Looks good. Look good this week, I can tell you that. Okay. Wow. He had a good camp, they said. They he, yeah. he but this is wow. When you say it like that, it had to happen. Good, good. Okay. So, what else um, does Fields need to work on? I guess other than just processing quicker, right? That's that. That's number one, right? <clears throat> well, this was a tough game because they gave him a lot of quick game throws. Oh, you know, boy. they wanted the ball to come out. Oh boy! And there's a bunch he didn't throw. You know, so it, it becomes tough. 
when your quarterback doesn't execute the quick game stuff. Because that's that's then, a bad sign. Then yeah. you get stuck um, because you're trying to protect him. And if he's not going to execute the plays in which you're protecting him, it becomes difficult, mm. you know, and then you get into a lot of, you know, the longer yardage situations and then you can't protect him. I mean, when I say protect him, I mean, you can't protect him with your play calling, you know? So mm. what I'd say is this, I'd say that right now fields does not see things very well. Um, I'd say right now, and this is right now he's played one game. Okay. That's so as you said last week, John, people who, who listen to me on this know that, you know, I'm talking about what's happening now. Right. Um, exactly. He's he he was locked in on things. He doesn't have any real sense of elimination and isolation. He he at times played too fast and at times played really hesitantly. Um, mm. I don't think he has an innate sense yet of what open means at the NFL level. And he'll need more experience to get that. But he started one game. Right. You know, exactly. that's, that's you know, the vitriol that was thrown out this week is was just absolutely absurd. In terms of directing it to Nagy, yeah, I mean, oh, come it's on. just come on. I mean, he here's the thing, John. I will tell you, um, Greg could attest to this if he could remember what he what he wrote uh, pre-draft. He was basically a one-read quarterback in college. That's the truth because that's what the tape looked. Like. I, I talked to a friend in scouting this week, and he said that he remembers grading him last year and said that he just was so far away from a a, a progression reader from being ready to play. And we know he's being coached well. That that'll never, I can tell you, we all know that he's coached well from the coaches that are there. But that doesn't get done in one game. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna take a while. It's a great kid, by the way. What's but John, that? that's why I told you to slow your roll in training camp when he looks great. It's training camp. It's like with Zach Wilson when he did well against Green Bay in the preseason. It's a preseason game where they're not scheming. You, you gotta let things happen. Well, I'm I'm evaluating him like 58% of it is his running. And he's not, he wasn't running. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not, ex I mean, I wasn't expecting much throwing it. Just give me 220 yards and a touchdown, yeah. but plus I mean, their not... line is bad. They have a bad line. Yeah. They did, they did an awful job. He's in a tough situation. You know, that's why they gave him so much quick game and they were hoping to, <clears throat> to mm. minimize the deficiencies of their old line and to help him. And, you know, it didn't work. So Are the receivers, not helping either. Or they didn't help part? very much in this game. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I yeah. would tell you their receivers last year. It, it, yes. It was mostly on the offensive line, but their receivers at times did not help them. That's my understanding yeah. in terms of coming back to the football. Right. Um, that was an issue for them last year. This, this look, it's all, obviously it's troubling. The game was on the road. It was his first start. I'm if, John, if, if Fields does not play well this week, you, we have a problem. Okay. Oh, it we happened. have a real problem. You got hit 15 times. It was a, an abomination. Clearly, a lot of it was on him. Greg just outlined it. Remember what the Eagles did week one for to help Hurts out? They got it. They made it get rid of the football quickly. Yeah. I mean, and by the way, Hurts did that right, here and he didn't right, he right. Tried those kinds of, it wasn't the exact plays the Eagles called. Right. But, but same philosophy and tactically, it was similar, John. Right. And, and he didn't even do it. And when those things it. don't get executed, right. then. You know, what that's do you not do? Good. That's not good. Yeah, that's not good. It's not good. It was surreal. Uh, no question about but, it. But, you know, by the, way, by the way, when a quarterback gets sacked on a three step drop play, that's not the O line's fault. Yeah. Because so, when I, what I mean by that is if the ball doesn't come out within the, within the design of the three step timing, after that, it's, it's not the O line's fault because they're blocking for three step timing. And one more thing to add 
before we move on to the next game, this game's at home against the, the Lions. If he cannot do well this game, John, he's in trouble. Well, if Allen Robinson must get 10-plus yeah. targets. Now, I'm assuming he starts. Now, barring something unforeseen, will Dalton – Dalton's not taking a lot of reps in practice. Unless he takes a lot of reps in practice tomorrow, it'll be Fields. Fields is fine coming off the injury. Um, it was – this is one of the worst working performances we've ever seen, but it's only, like Greg said, one game. He's being coached. I could tell you he's being coached very well. No matter what you hear, folks, if you're a Bears fan watching us, trust me on this. We've got one of the best quarterback coaches in the National Football League. It's not for lack of coaching. It's on the kid. DeAndre Swift moving up in the world here. Did you see the yep. quotes from Dan Campbell, Adam? Yep, yep, yep. It's very, it's very promising. He, you know what I like, John? And we didn't know this about him. We didn't know if he could play through injury. He's got had this lingering groin injury for like four yeah. weeks now. He's still playing. Uh, he, he's he's getting. Uh, one person said he's getting the the, the uh, what do you call it? Dirty yards. He's real yeah. to run tough inside. I know Williams is bigger physically, and he's also remember I told you some of the Niners told me they like the run scheme. Um, I don't watch Detroit very much, but I just know they're getting yards. And th- that's another reason why they're able to hang in ga- in games. You know, they're not they're as bad as they are. They're actually competitive. Uh, Titans and the Jets. And Adam, injury-wise here, Julio out of practice, and we're not going to have... Uh, I was told it's not a... I was told on Julio it's not a bad... It's not a bad one. Um, it's more day-to-day. I put him questionable. I'm not saying he's playing. I'm just telling you, it's not, it's not as bad as AJ Brown's situation. AJ Brown's a little bit, it's a little bit more troubling. I'm not saying he'll be out for three weeks. I just don't, from what I hear, if you had to compare both, AJ Brown's a little bit worse off, but we'll, we, I need more information. It's only Thursday. So those would be troubling. Um, The kid, uh, the kid who scored last week um, with the three names, Westbrook, is it Nick Westbrook? What's his name? Yeah, Nick Westbrook, Akeen. He'll play. Josh Reynolds will have to play. Josh Reynolds is, was back this week. Practice, yeah, he'll have so to play. Yeah. He did not have a very good training camp, what I understand. But he'll have I know to that. I don't know if he's ready to go this week, Adam. Maybe you know. But okay. I know that Marcus Johnson came off. On yes, off. he had a great training camp. They love yeah. him. Yeah. He made. He can run. He certainly can, and he's yeah. big. He, yeah, they like him. Uh, there is a former uh, Colt. And Eagle, yes. Their yeah. issue last week was that they had zero big plays. Their longest pass play was 26 yards, and that was to Jeff Swaim on a play-action boot throw. Oh, wow. Ferkser. They're getting Ferkser back. Ferkser's, Ferkser's back, back, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, he will – now he will get the football. Yes. But through it all right now, it seems like Tannehill, Greg, is still playing at a very high level. Um, He's playing well. You know, yeah, he's playing well. I mean, there's – there. you know, without those players, there are some limitations to what they can do. Yep. So he's playing fine. You know, they didn't score a lot this week. They had no big plays. Uh, well, he did have three touchdowns, Tannehill. I know that because I was playing against him in fantasy. Right. I was hoping Derrick Henry. And by the way, look who they're playing, the hapless or the uh, faceless Jets secondary, though Marcus May is out. But That's a shutdown secondary right know. now, Adam. Shut yeah. down. Name, name their two starting corners, guys. Uh Steve. The other, the other, uh, Michael Carter, I think. He, that he's looks, their slot. He's nickel. He's their slot. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't even go ahead. Uh, uh, is that kid with the Sherwood? Is he is Sherwood a linebacker or a DB? He's a linebacker. Okay. I don't know. Brandon Eccles and Bryce Hall. Bryce yeah. Hall from Virginia or Virgi- right. yeah, Virginia, right? Or Virginia yeah. Tech, was it? Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. 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 Him I know. Him I know. Uh, how much Zach Wilson have you seen, Greg, this year? Uh, I've seen some, what do you want to know? I mean, are they designing things? Well, um, is he getting 
crushed by, you know, poor protection? Is he holding on to the ball? Is he processing? He, well, uh, Adam knows this because he, he heard the same thing I did last week from someone, which is 100% true. He's very sloppy, undisciplined player at this point. Hmm. He's he plays he plays to his athletic traits because he's got really live a live arm and he's live feet and a live loose arm. You know, he's really athletic. So that's the way he plays right now. Mm. He's going to have to learn and it'll take time. Eli Moore out of practice. Obviously he's it's on the clear. shelf in, yeah. in terms Poor of fantasy. Day. Yeah. Corey Davis revenge game. Yeah. As well. So um, I, I'll tell you what the Greg was telling us. Um, the kid Fultz playing well, right? The second rounder. Yeah, the corner. Who? Uh, Christian Fulton. Oh, playing really well. Yeah, really so, well. So, yeah. are they a, a zone team or man or both? Uh, they predominantly play single high, okay. uh, more cover one than okay. than zone. Okay. So they they're I would say they're a, they're not a, a you know plus fifty percent cover yeah. one team, but that would be their highest percentage coverage. Okay. Okay. And you know they um, they have a new safety now because they cut McDougal yep. and they play Dane Cruikshank at safety along with Kevin Byer, who's been a backup, yeah, for yeah, his whole career, really yeah. good okay. special teams player, and he's yeah. getting a chance now to start. Yeah. Yeah. I know Farley's uh been a little dinged up here. He hasn't I'm, he don't he hasn't been a factor at all. I'm he's, curious to see what happens when they believe he's ready because Jenkins and Fulton are their corners and Jenk and Fulton's playing really well. Now, Carlos Hyde inactive tonight, huh? Oh. <clears throat> Well, that's uh, I'm going to update the projections live on the live stream here because that's uh, that's pretty significant here. Yeah, um, I, I wonder he was not on the injury report. Yeah. Well, Arizona and the Rams, Greg, you could wax poetic about uh, the Ram offense and what you're seeing out of them and and all that good stuff here. I mean, it's been it's been great. Uh, how great based on your tape study? Is it I love, just I love a couple of individual Denver. plays or are they looking like just cohesive already? Um, They're looking really good. They do so many good things. They've been an empty more than any team in the league with Stafford. And there's we spoke about empty earlier, so we don't need to repeat that. Um, this week they went did something really cool. Four by one sets out of empty, which you rarely ever see of uh, four you know receivers to one side often they use the fourth receiver the closest to the formation to chip which is a good idea <clears throat> but um they just do a lot of really good things conceptually both against man and zone i guess adam tonight uh agumbo wale is the the number two he's he's active, yeah and right? he's more of a i mean he's more of a h-back fullback that that's oh oh wait is, is zigbo still there no you didn't make it what nope and it's weird because they didn't add anyone off the. I have to check their transactions. It's that's bizarre. Yeah, it's Ogunbowale. Yeah, I just I'm a little bit surprised. Something must have happened. I wonder if he got an illness or something. Oh, they, they do have him on the practice squad. They they must have re-signed him recently. Well, they had two transactions today. Um, I'm looking. Here are the transactions. He was signed was, on uh, September. No, Tavon, Tavon Austin was activated, and so was Matthew Wright. No, I. And and Hyde was not on the injury report. That's really weird. I wonder what's wrong with them. Wow, wow. All right. Um, I'm gonna continue to continually look at this. Uh, how about Daryl Henderson? Adam, talk talk about him. Yeah. So he's got strained rib cartilage. It's just it's a very painful. It's typically a two to three week injury. He is he didn't work last week. He's working this week, limited because they got to protect him. He has a chance to play. We'll know more tomorrow. 
But right now, he he did work some today. Okay. And Greg, you did not see Kyler Murray this past week, right? Not this week, no. My yeah, guess okay. is he's no different than he's been. Yeah. He's so yeah. fun to watch. He's just he he's I mean, I've never felt he was an in-control quarterback, but man, he seems to be a little bit more. I think he's making more this layups this year. I think that's one of the big factors. Mm-hmm. He's not mm-hmm. missing routine throws. How about uh D Hop, Adam? Uh it looks like he's, he's play. he'll be able to play. Yeah. I don't I didn't hear what he said after the game. I mean, he was a non-factor, but I don't know what he still played enough snaps, so I don't know why. He didn't get the ball enough. Um, he is well. The good thing is he's working earlier in the week, so that tells you he's doing better than he was last week. Wow, this is uh, you know, you plug in some numbers for James Robinson based on expected touches, and plus he gets you saw he gets the checkdowns now. They finally figured out with him in that area. I mean, we we all need to start James Robinson tonight. I mean, it, not game script or game flow dependent or anything. You know, yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. I'm moving him up to RB14. I mean, you could argue maybe a little higher than that, but let me update. Player, this. man, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I have no idea what happened with Hyde today, but um, Robinson showed his value to them. He's it's a too bad ETN's not playing this year, of course. Yeah. By by the way, our um, our guy Wes Uber noted, um, you know, I guess it's PFF's elusive rating is okay. is improved dramatically this year. Robinson's. Yeah, well, really? he dropped weight. He's a little slimmer and faster. Remember, good. Urban Wire wanted speed. Yep, good, good. Yeah, yeah I get so, it. Good, good. Yeah, James Robinson is looking like a, a very, very nice. So there you go. There's asset. your little nugget. There you go. Um, we can move on to Seattle and San Francisco. Greg, the the state of the the Seahawks. You know, I know you've seen their defense uh, quite a bit, and you've also seen their offense. It, they just feel like just empty right now. Like, I, I don't know who they are. I don't know where they're going, mm-hmm. but if I had to guess, it's not, it's not to the top of the standings. I mean, what are you seeing here? I think they would like to see their defense a little bit more. Um, <laughs> it's been bad. They play a ton of zone. The voids are so big, so wow. big. And wow. Jefferson, Jefferson caught two balls last week on the exact same route concept. Mm. I mean, you could have driven a truck through the middle of their defense. <laughs> oh my on those God. Two balls wow. For 26 wow. and 28 yards. So wow. people who had Jefferson last week were probably thrilled. Yep. Um, yep. But they they really are struggling in zone concepts. Mm. They have Reed and Flowers outside. They're getting beat on one on one. By the way, Reed is not Reed. I know starts. I was talking to someone in personnel said he cannot believe he's starting. That tells you well, how bad their corners position is. Because they obviously wow. believe that he's better than the other guy they would put in. It's not good. <laughs> it's good for it's good for fantasy, John, by the way. DJ yeah, Reed. So, oh, <clears throat> Yeah. Well, their, you know. their defense is just not very good at all. Based mm. on what you've just said, Greg, though, like how are they going to stop Debo finding those voids and Kittle and Ayuk? I mean, this could be a bonanza for the Niners. How's Jimmy G playing? I thought Jimmy G played well in the second half. Um, you know, I think what this team's missing and, and as good as Kyle is, and we all know he's really, really good. They don't really have a vertical dimension. And, you know, I think to me, and again, Kyle knows way more than I do. Coaches know way more than I do. But I think at some point that that can make it tough. Now, he does such a good job with design. And I actually thought Jimmy G's best throw was an incompletion. But um, but th- they have to scheme it up so, so well just because they don't really have that vertical ability unless IU develops into that yeah. guy. Wasn't yeah, I was IU, though? You think IU could be that? Yeah, last year. Know. 
Well, wasn't he know. last year to some degree? Shot play guy? A couple bit? times. Um, not quite. Not yeah. quite. Okay. Um, I think they hope he can be. Okay. Yeah. Well, didn't they have who who was the the speedy shot play guy? Was it Benjamin? He was there, yeah. Uh, Mike yeah. Uh, James, the returner. Uh, remember, Rich, he filled in for Richie Ayuk. James. Richie Richie, James. Yeah. yeah, James. Remember, he filled in for Ayuk against the yeah. Packers. Oh, I'm not even talking about Richie James. Yeah, yeah. where is Richie James, by the way? He uh, he got hurt. He's on. I think he's working his way back on IR. Yeah, he's on IR. Yeah, you know, Jalen Hurd's still on IR. Hurd. Yeah, Hurd. Uh, Jalen Hurd. Um, and then what about the running backs here, uh, Adam, in uh, San Fran this week? Well, the good thing is. They're going to have a chance to get Mitchell back. Uh, Sermon came out of the game okay. Um, I would call Mitchell right now questionable because he's got to get clear for contact. Um, he did he did work some today, which is a good thing. Now, you know Hasey's on IR uh, with his high ankle sprain. Right. So that's it. That's pretty much, you know, all. And uh, they have uh, the other kid. Uh, Trent Cannon is a changeup. And Jack P- Patrick. Greg, how did uh, – did you see any of the – the Trey Sermon runs last week. I did. What'd you think? Um, their old line was bad last week. Um, Sermon didn't have a lot of opportunities. He had a 16 yarder. That was actually a schemed run because they had a bubble screen element to it. And they, they lightened the box to a five man box and it was his own run. Um, I, I did not think Sermon looked great. <clears throat> uh, one thing that bothered me and I, I didn't feel like he did this in college, but you know, he's coming off a concussion. Maybe he was just trying to protect himself. I thought there were a couple of runs where he sort of prepared for contact. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say braced himself. Yeah. yeah. Now, again, I don't want to hold that. You know, guy's really playing in his first NFL game coming off a concussion. I don't want to, you know, paint that picture of his whole career because I loved his college tape. Adam, the Niners do have some injury here situations. Quan Williams, Nick Bosa, Josh Norman. Yeah, well, uh, the big King thing Law. is, that, yeah, they, they don't. So, so the, their issue now is the reason why they they signed Buster Screen is because Kwan Williams is out with a calf strain. Yeah. So Mosley's back; he's healthy. They got Lenore who who started. Um, Josh Norman obviously. Uh, screen, I, I don't know if he'll be available this week. Dante Johnson, who's the taller corner. I mean, you certainly could throw against these guys. Well, they ended the game playing in the second half. Lenore. And Mosley on the outside with Johnson in the slot. That's what they did on the outside. Mm. That's what they did in the second half. You could you could beat those. See, here's the thing though, John. The the Seahawk passing game is just not what I thought it would be. Yeah. What, they didn't. They thought what Shane Waldron would really help Wilson. And Greg's better to speak to this than I am. But I'm a little bit surprised at Wilson's numbers so far. Greg, though, week one, you, you seem to feel somewhat encouraged, but now the sample size has, has grown. Well, the, and... the issue they've also had is their defense has been so bad. They've right. run the fewest offensive plays in the NFL. They're averaging 52 plays a game. Okay. That is really low in the NFL. So I was encouraged week one. I still think I see a lot of, a lot of those principles, but they just have not been able to to really, you know, get, you know how coaches are. They want to work through the game and they can't run enough plays to really work through the game. I'm sure the way Shane Waldron wants to work through the game. Oh, efforts and efforts on COVID. And they felt really good about him coming out of last week's game. Like he did what they wanted him to do. Now he's on COVID. Although they may get uh, Dwayne Eskridge this (laughs) week, Adam. Um, He hasn't been cleared yet, though. Well, it's funny you say that because I think Freddie Swain has played really well. Okay. 
But yeah. they, Eskridge has to get clear from the concussion. So hopefully. Yeah. He's- so he's probably not going to beat out or pass Freddie Swain anytime soon then. Well, he's no, missed I, so much time. Remember, you know they'll use off. him as, as a package player because when yeah. he did play that, that week, was it two weeks ago? They used him on some jet sweeps. Yeah. They'll use him as a package player, John. Yeah, he's got some juice. Uh, yeah. You know who doesn't have some juice? Big Ben Roethlisberger. No Ooh. juice. He's juiceless. Uh, the Steelers and the Packers. Greg, I don't think you saw that tape. You you value your cornea. You don't want to get it scratched. Well, I saw but... the Steelers D and I saw, the, I saw Green Bay on both sides. Yeah, so uh, Aaron Jones, by the way, is a, is a little dinged up here. Um, I guess same old, same old with with Green Bay, right? I mean, it's just Aaron Rodgers is good. Was really good. Rodgers was ridiculous last week, and Jones looked really good running the football. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll see if uh, AJ Dillon can get going, but right now it's just not AJ Dillon o'clock. Uh, right mm-hmm. now, but that that could change. Get, it's kind of like a Derrick Henry thing. Like you can't even evaluate the guy until he can get some volume. And you know, it's been all Aaron Jones <clears> right now. Uh, where's the Steeler D at? Um, or well, can he even grade it, them from had, the injuries last they week? They had no pass rush last week because they had no players. So because uh, Watt was out, High Smith was Waddle, out. Waddle play this week. High, High Smith is considered questionable. So there you uh, go. Juju out of practice, uh, by the way. Oh, oh, by the way, Claypool got added after today with a hamstring. That's not good. Uh, Deontay, barring a setback, will play. Um, All right. Trending toward play. Just, I, I haven't seen Greg's better to talk about it than I am, but the, the offense is not what they expected. Oh. Uh, the, the Steelers. I'm just talking about the, conceptually. It's not quite what they were expecting. No, I, don't, I, I, I'm, I don't know what to say about them. Because, yeah, I just thought yeah. my, my, I, I do have someone there who – kind of explain me what their expect is Ben. They thought through the ball well in training camp. And I know they've had some injuries on the O-line. Oh, a core four, the right tackle is probably not going to play with a concussion. Joe Haig has been around forever is, you know, it's just a guy. Well, John, I'd be curious for Greg to watch the tape because it does seem to me like there are some throws now that big Ben just can't make. I would say that's probably fair, which is almost hard to understand.